Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's Paul Hamilton. That's what they called me in college. It's the bone. He has the facts to back up his opinions. People ask me, well, how are the Sabres going to win tonight? I don't have a clue. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Let's waste no time, because one of the best things about our digital archives is all of the Paul Hamilton opens. Why? Because that means we get to talk to our own Paul Hamilton on the West Her Hotline. Paul, it's Derek, it's Kyle, it's another Sabres game night, and... Are they going to win? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> the Pittsburgh Penguins The Pittsburgh Penguins were in Los Angeles on Thursday. I, that's another one. What did they... Uh, really? The schedule maker makes him play in Los Angeles on Thursday and have a home game on Saturday? That's kind of a little wacky. So, yeah, the Sabres are back-to-back, so I'm I'm kind of expecting two tired teams uh, in, in this hockey game. By the way, you missed the most important reason why I would have been watching that football game on Thursday. Uh-oh. Okay, let's hear it. The most important reason, fantasy football. You got to you got to watch your players. I have DJ Moore. I wasn't watching that football game. I had, I <laughs> I picked up Foreman that day because I had two of my three running backs on bye week, thinking it's against Carolina. He he actually was getting yardage but no touchdowns. But I go, you know what? He might in the end zone against Carolina. He sure did. So I wound up with 17. I have Thieland also, which was a little disappointing. So, yeah, I watched it for my fantasy team. I mean, I I decided not to watch that for the sake of my fantasy team. I didn't want to look at the disappointment that was probably going to happen. I mean, that's just – I mean, man – Every week, I go. At, Evan and I go through the league, and we try to find the worst game of the of the um, of the week. It happened on Thursday. Like, there's no way that there's no way another game this weekend can outstink that one, right? Ooh. Yeah, fantasy football has brought me <laughs> to games over the years that I never probably would have watched. Anyway, 
Let's talk about something better, a little more enjoyable. Um, yeah, technically there's less points scored, but actually between the Bears and Panthers, maybe not. Um, the Sabres, Penguins, <laughs> and also the Sabres winning last night against the Wild. A shaky start for the Sabres, but willing and capable of overcoming it. Um, puck possession seemed to really favor the Wild early on, and then the Sabres are the ones that come away with this. And, oh my God, Paul, when's the last time we were able to say that they were able to out just the wild got goalied by the Sabres. A team got goalied by the Sabres. Sabres have gotten good goaltending this year, especially from Lucan and Comrie. And Levi's played some good games too, and he certainly won them a hockey game without question. He was the number one star in that game yesterday. Uh, by the way, I don't understand how uh, Sabres get all three stars in that game. They they didn't dominate the game. Uh, uh, Kaprasov uh, was, was phenomenal in that hockey game. I would have had number, him number two right behind Levi. Um, really, a guy who didn't have any points, I thought was actually Buffalo's best player other than Levi, was Casey Middlestat. I mean, I, I thought he was excellent in that hockey game. I, I, I really liked his game, and if I was picking stars, actually, I would have taken him third. I, I thought he was that good. Now, I don't mind Paterka. They, they took Paterka, and Paterka had a very nice game, too. And uh, I've really liked how Paterka has improved his game and added to his game and, and really worked hard on his game uh, this year and made himself a much better hockey player because of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, Casey Middlestad, I, 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 I can't say enough good things about what I saw from him in that hockey game. Let's talk about number 37. Let's keep it rolling with Casey Middlestat, a player that has been showing this since the second half of last season, uh, some more of this ascent into being one of the steadier players in your top six with this team. Paul, uh, obviously Middlestat is a player that they need to ask themselves, what's it going to have to look like if he's going to be a part of this core going forward in terms of like an extension-wise and um, how important he has become to this top six? I think important enough that they got to figure it out. They got to figure out a way to, you know, make him part of that core and, and, uh, you know, get him back. I, I know you, you eventually can't sign everybody and they're going to have to sign Quinn and Paterka and Levi. Uh, so there are other guys, even if, you know, Ryan Johnson continues, you know, he'll, you know, eventually wind up with a contract. And those are things they have to move forward with and look at, you know, that's why they aren't, trying to sign the number one free agent on, on July 1st because they understand where their payroll is going to wind up and there just isn't room in the end to be able to go get a guy like that. Plus, it's it's foolish. I mean, I'm, you know, what has Johnny Goodrow done for Columbus? I mean, not that Columbus is any great shakes, but he's not performing anywhere near the way he can too. And the contracts on July 1st are mostly regretted in two or three years. And uh, so that's why the Sabres stay away from it. And I totally agree with them. You know, they get, you know, the free agents like Clifton or Eric Johnson or those types of guys, they aren't going after the big money guys. Uh, it just isn't worth it. So, you know, moving forward, I think Casey Middlestad is somebody that has become a very important part of this hockey team. And, um, you know, somebody I think they need moving forward. Uh, and the thing is, you know, look at him now, how hard he is on pucks and how, you know, he, he doesn't get pushed off pucks and he's right on things and the way he battles along the walls. Those aren't things we said two or three years ago. 
when we were talking about Casey Middlestat. And it took him longer. And you've, you've probably heard me say, and I probably have said it to you, you, you just don't give up on 23, 24-year-old guys. And that's where I was at with Lukanen. And the jury's still out. He's started the year very well, played very well. But I'm not willing to say he's there. I'm not willing to say, well, he's going to be a very good goaltender in the NHL. It's been one month. Um, he had a good month last year where he was rookie of the month and he went 12 and three. So, uh, you know, it's the consistency that we'll need to see from him, but he's only 24. And I, I, even in the off season, I just kept saying, I'm not willing to give up on a 24 year old goaltender. Uh, if, if they would have given up on a 24 year old Linus Allmark, he wouldn't be doing what he's doing in the league right now. Uh, he was, it took him six years of development to become a number one goaltender. And if, if it was time to give up on 23- and 24-year-olds, Tage Thompson and Casey Middlestat would be doing what they're doing right now on other hockey teams. You have to sometimes live through a long development and stop making snap decisions on guys who are 22 and 23 and 24. And sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes you wait and wait and wait, and it doesn't work out. But sometimes it does. And I think Casey Middlestat and Tage Thompson fall into that category. That's a really good point with those two players because I, I was ready to write off Tage a couple of years ago, and I'm happy to eat crow on that. He was frustrating, but you know these last three years have been a renaissance. It's a unicorn type scenario with with that player, and it's really, really, really cool. I planned on asking you about Savoy's game last night until I saw his ice time and how little he actually was on the ice. <laughs> um, so I guess I will yeah, it instead. Just, it just became a game where it was like, yeah, let's not put him in in the middle of this the way it was going, and he actually did his last shift. He did cough up the puck and wound up three-on-one the other way. I don't think that's why he sat the rest of the game, but it was just it, it was just one of those games where it's like, you know what, it's just not fitting in right now. Uh, so, you know, other than that, I, it, really there was nothing that you could say good or bad uh, with the way he played. He really had no chance to get into the flow of the game. So – I guess I should jokingly ask, will we see Matt Savoy's debut tonight? <laughs> His parents can come to Pittsburgh. They came to Buffalo. They flew into Buffalo quickly for uh, the game. So in a back-to-back, if he's in the lineup, yeah, I would think he would get uh, you know more ice time than he saw. But they're in a little pickle now. They've got to make a move because they got to bring Samuelson off IR. Mm-hmm. Um I, I, I'm sorry, I just don't think the move is to send Ryan Johnson back to Rochester. I think he deserves to be here. I think not only from what we've seen in this brief NHL stay, but the whole everything, whether we're talking about prospects camp, whether we're talking about the prospects challenge, whether we're talking about the preseason, whether we're talking about his short stay in Rochester, everything has gone very well for him, and he's looked very good. And I hate to see – I would hate to see him have to go back because they don't have a roster spot for him. To me, that's unacceptable. You've got to find a way to be able to reward him for the way he's played and to keep him. Um, So, for me, I probably would right now send Rusick back and open up a spot that way. Maybe you dress 7D, maybe you don't. I don't know. Uh, they did it in his first game against the Toronto Maple Leafs, but he would not be my move right now, and I don't think it's fair to him if he is. 
Paul, so let's talk about the roster space here. And you you mentioned the first move that you would make being Lucas Rusek. Uh, of course, you still have down the line, um, Zach Benson will eventually come off of IR. Uh, Brandon Byro is also on IR. Um, Kyle is showing me a graphic of something. I'm getting there, Powell. Um, <laughs> or also uh, the fact that Jack Quinn's going to be coming available to this team relatively soon. We're in November. Like it's his mm, timeline's going to be relatively soon. He's still got about another month and a half on him. Still, it's still a question that you have to put down the line here of um, more roster spots becoming available. And I'm going to ask you a, a fun, possibly tough question of: Would the Sabers consider waiving a player that? Uh, could be claimed in, say, Victor Olofsson or um, Jacob Bryson because of the fact that Ryan Johnson has earned his way back onto this uh, onto this team. And for Olofsson's sake, man, what has happened to him is unfortunate, but it's becoming a black hole on the ice with him. Well, it's been that way for a while. Even when he was scoring goals last year, he would go 15 or I don't, I don't remember exactly how many games it was, but double-figure games without a goal. And um, it, it just when he's not scoring goals, it's just, what's he doing for you? And the answer to that question is absolutely nothing. So, uh, and then, you know, I think they've shown, since they aren't playing him and not dressing him for games, and it's deserved. It's not like they're screwing him over or anything like that. I mean, it, he's getting what what he the way he's playing, and... Um, I don't. I don't know where this goes. Yeah, you can wave him. I don't. Do you want him in Rochester? He's not going to be happy if he's down there. Do you want him hanging around Roseanne and and Kulik and and the rest of them if if he gets sent down there? He's not going to be happy camper whatsoever. You could do the Molson thing and just find him a place to play. They found a place for him to play in Ontario, California. Uh, when, you know when they did that with him. Um, and does he finally just get fed up like Bogosian did? And remember, Bogosian said, that's it. Just go ahead. Void my contract. Let me just get out of here. And I'll, I'll go find my own place to play. And they did. So they voided his contract. And that was, the, that was I mean, does Olison, I'm sure he's made enough money in his life that, uh, you know, he might want just want to play and just want to get out of this situation. And maybe he would ask to have his contract voided. I don't know. But, yes, I think waiving players, if you have to, you have to. I mean, last year they waived Casey Fitzgerald. They got over it, you know, and, you know, Florida claimed him, and they never got him back. They never sent him down where they could get him back. And it was a big thing then, but, I mean, nobody even talks about it now or thinks about it now. So if you got to waive somebody to make a spot, that's what you got to do. That seems like a crazy amount of accommodation. And listen, I understand this is all speculation. That seems like a lot of hoops to jump through for a guy like Olofsson, who respectfully has been like a power play specialist for five seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, like, you know, know, that's, it's, that's, it's a guaranteed contract, and you, you don't have a lot of options. Right. I mean, you can waive them. Nobody's going to pick up that contract. So, But I, quite honestly, and I, Victor Olofsson is a great guy. He's not a – he's a great – person i mean he's not a bad person but human nature i mean i wouldn't be happy if i were him and got sent to rochester and you know maybe my attitude wouldn't be the best sure and you know you as i said is that what you want around your young players and i'm not as i said victor olison is a a very 
good guy. I mean, he's a good human being. So uh, if you waive him, I, I think maybe you got to find him another place to play, possibly, and uh, um, and just look at it that way. And he, as I said, he might initiate, say, you know what? Okay, go ahead, void my contract, and and let me find a place to play. I am going to hate myself for doing this. Um, I'm pulling the uh, proverbial stick of dynamite and throwing it into the uh, throwing it into the tunnel. The sources keep coming out about Patrick Kane, Paul. Um, as much of a headache it is for me, one of his biggest strengths is a is being able to produce on the power play, which is the Sabres' biggest struggle so far. If they had a power play, a real functioning power play, Paul, I think it'd be over for the league. Is, how old is he now? 35, I believe? Yep. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Rumors keep coming back. In- and I, it's can, getting... he still, can he still <laughs> help a power play? Is he still Patrick Kane? Yeah. Especially coming off an injury. Mm-hmm. And the question is, too, why would he want to come here right now? Yep. I mean, the Sabres aren't winning the Stanley Cup this year. I think they're improved, but they're not winning the Stanley Cup this year. Are they winning it next year? Hmm? I, I, I don't know. I don't know what their team's going to look like next year. So why would he want to sign with a team that is maybe three years away from minimum playing, winning for Stanley Cup? Minimum? Trust me. I, like I said, I hate myself for even having to bring it up, but it continues to show up through sources. It keeps showing up in reports, and um, unfortunately it is our job. I just don't seem to... like why he want to come here. Oh, yeah, if, I know. If, I agree. If, if winning – if he wants to play in Buffalo, that's one thing, but I think he wants to win, and – I think the Sabres are improved. I think the Sabres are on the right track. But I don't think the Sabres are winning the Stanley Cup this year. Yeah. And I think that's more of what he'd be looking for. Absolutely. Like I said, I agree with you on everything there. It's just, unfortunately, it's our job to bring it up because, um, well, that's just what's being shown through reports, through, out, through other sources. And like I said, I hate myself for even having to say it. But what I will bring up, though, Paul, is the fact that they are struggling with a power play that was – very good for the majority of last year, but right now is their Achilles heel that could ultimately cost them points down the line. And it's crazy because for the most part, it's the same guys that were last year. They wound up uh, a little bit down. I think it was eighth, um, but they were in the top three to five all year long. It was just at the end where, this started it did start last year and it was right near the end of the year where they were having trouble with the power play and it has carried over into this year to a point where there are times they can't even enter the zone now what doesn't help and i know people there are people that were cringe i mean their power play right now is ranked 27th at 11.6 percent um and if you say all right what does that mean what does 11.6 percent mean the New Jersey Devils are the best at 38.5%. That's what it means. The best are at 38.5%. You're at 11 And part of the problem, they they don't enter the zone very well, but they lose every faceoff. So, okay, you, you start the power play in the offensive zone, you lose the, lose the faceoff, and down it goes. So now you got to go chase. And you you lose a lot of time on your, on your, on your power play because you got to go chase. Now you got to bring it up ice. You have trouble entering the zone, so it takes you another minute or more to even get into the zone because they keep stopping you and sending it back down the ice. But you you never got the possession because you can't win a draw. 
you absolutely cannot win a draw. And it's the same thing on the penalty kill uh, or at the end of games. You know, they, they never had a chance to score in the empty net because they never get the puck because they lose every draw. There were a lot of defensive draws at the end there, and Tage Thompson lost every one of them. And uh, they are the second worst team in the league at, at faceoffs. There was a point last night where I, I tweeted out, I think they were 3-24 and 24 on faceoffs. It was just like they lose every draw. But, but that hurts you on the power play because you, you, you start in the zone, and if you win the faceoff, you're, you can get set up right away. You don't have to get an entry. But they can't win the draw, so they don't have puck possession. And it just it's a it's a vicious cycle for them. That that to me is it starts it it starts a power playoff badly right away. Quick two pronged wrap up question here, Paul, and it has to do with the Vegas imports. Any worry about Krebs' slow start to the season, and will we see Tuck back in the lineup tonight? I I don't know. They they were very questionable with Tuck yesterday, so. I, I would we didn't we didn't have a morning skate today, but I would guess he's very questionable for this game too. Uh, we're going to have to wait and see till we talk to Don Granado later on okay. uh, if, if he's going to be able to go. But I I don't think the word questionable would have left the qu- equation yet. Um, Samuelson will be back, uh, so he as we already talked about, so he'll be back in. Um, but yeah, I, I think Alex Tuck is is. We'll have to wait and see if he's going to be able to get in there. Um, last one here for you, Paul, and this is just a, the continued ascent of Tage Thompson in very different ways. Now he's looking more defensively responsible than we've ever seen him in his career. Uh, is it too early or presumptuous to say Thompson for Selkie? There's no Bergeron to dominate the trophy anymore. Mm, no, I don't think that's... <laughs> But you are correct in what you say. You know what they did during the summer? They basically told him and Greenway that we want to make you guys penalty killers. And they wanted to get Thompson on the ice more and, uh, you know, wanted to make him a penalty killer. Unfortunately, with the two power play goals that were scored on them last night and missing Samuelson and missing Tuck and having Greenway in the penalty box cost him one of them, they went down to ninth. You know, and in just one swoop there, I think they started. They were tied for fourth, you know, starting the day. Uh, so, but it's the only time you could question their penalty kill all all year long. And but Matthias Samuelson is a big part of their penalty kill, and then you take Tuck off of it, who is also a big part. And as I said, the one green, the last one, Greenway's in the penalty box. You've taken three uh, very very good penalty killers off your kill. Well. Chances are you may get scored on there, and they did. Um, so, but they told Thompson they want to use him on the penalty kill, and he really took it to heart and decided, you know, he he needs he he really worked on becoming more of a two way player because last year, as good as they were offensively, they had some troubles defensively as a line. That's a line that turned the puck over a lot because they were they would try to do things that very often they'd get away with and score some pretty goals. Also would turn the puck over and get goals scored against them. So they came in with a concerted effort to try to cut that down. And uh, the part of that was putting him on the penalty kill. And he's so good on it because he has very good anticipation. He talked on his shorthanded goal 
that he scored um, was it in Toronto that uh, you know he he got the puck and went in I believe it was in Toronto and he talked about how by looking at film he knew what the the opponent wanted to do and he jumped it and by doing that he wound up getting a scoring opportunity for himself but that was film study that was him studying and being ready for the game. Uh, and, and so, you know, and he, and he and Greenway and Samuelson and uh, Johnson have such good reach where they can take away shooting lanes. They can take away passing lanes, and they do a good job with it. Green, I've been thoroughly impressed with Greenway as a penalty killer too, and really their best penalty killer of last year hasn't even dressed for a game in, in Jack Quinn. Jack Quinn was their best penalty killer. Uh, he did a fine job last year. But uh, the overall has been very good, and Thompson has been a big part of that. And he really took it to heart. And I think he's like, all right, if they're going to trust me on the penalty kill, I have to, you know, I have to pay them back with their trust. And he's been ready to do it and uh, done a really nice job this year. Paul, thank you as always. Thanks for taking the time for your Saturday afternoon to carve it out with us. And uh, we can't wait to hear you later tonight when you're on with Brian. Well, I only did it because of Kyle. I mean, you know, he's a, he's our shortstop, so you know. Yeah. I, yeah, we know this isn't for me. I still have to thank you, <laughs> <laughs> Paul. Thank- I heard Kyle was on. I said, "Oh, okay, I'll do it." I mean, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of excuses. I was thinking of excuses before that. Oh, Kyle's on. Okay, I'm in. Come on, you think I brought Man. KP in to be nice? No, it was to bring the people in. I know Man. what I'm doing. That just warms my heart, Paul. <laughs> Paul, thank you again, and uh, we can't wait to hear you later tonight. Take care, guys. All right, that's Paul Hamilton on the Wester Hotline. It's Sabres and Penguins. Pre-game starting at 6.30 here on WGR. We're late to the break, but we come back and we're going to talk some more hockey. We're going to talk plenty of Sabres here as we look at, well, most of this Eastern Conference is having a mid-off. I feel like the Sabres. I like the Sabres' chances in a mid-off when we it comes to a We love a good play. mid-off. We love a good mid-off. So... What do you think about the Sabres' chances to make the playoffs? What's been arguing you about this team? 803-0551, 888-552-550. You can call and raise my blood pressure about the Bills, I guess, if you want. Uh, but now it's your turn. You want to get in here? Let's get at it. Bills, Sabres, plenty of stuff going on throughout the weekend. Derek Kramer, Kyle Powell, Evans on the board. This is WGR. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And challenge a little bit. The offside D is taking that man driving through. Here's a chance for Skinner now. Catching up to the puck on a breakaway. Skinner, deep score! turns on the Jets and goes all the way to give the Sabres a 2-1 lead with 58 seconds remaining in the second period. I'm jealous of every single person that was in the arena last night to hear that goal song because since they started doing personalized goal songs, I've been to a handful of Sabres games. Jeff, never seen a Jeff Skinner goal live. Really? Any one of the ones I've been at, I never got to hear Miley. I never got to hear Whitney. And I've been to the opener this year, obviously. <laughs> yep. Can I we'll just say that, that this is haven't heard hot take, and, uh, Gabriella? I think that this isn't. I think that Partying USA and um, Winnie Houston are better than this one. I maybe because I never liked High School Musical, but I love I, I like it. We, a lot. Zach and I did a segment about this of how Jeff Skinner puts up pop bangers only for his goal songs, and it's just a brand at this point, and I'm here for it. Maybe that's what Jeff Skinner has measured his career on is pop bangers, pop bangers for his goal songs. Maybe that incentivizes him to score more yeah. so he can hear them more. I mean, that's certainly something for Jeff Skinner. Stop. <laughs> Dude, we talked about this. <laughs> but no, it was a great play caused by Thompson defensively, putting his stick up there, shoveling it up forward, and then Skinner's able to finish it off, take care of the rest. Yep. Sabres have been more fascinating even as inconsistent as they've been to start this season, um, particularly at home, they are still a team that is uh, it's up and coming. They're fun to watch. And it seems like there's new wrinkles about this group every game that you need to go ahead and look into. And one of them is, can you inform the public who led the team in ice time amongst forwards yesterday? Ooh, I'd love to. <laughs> 22 minutes and 31 seconds. Serious ice time for a forward. Serious ice time for a forward, yes. As you mentioned as well, definitely a lot of it spent on the special teams penalty killing unit. Jordan Greenway against his former squad. Yes. Led the Sabres in ice time last night. A close second by a mere 13 seconds. Yikes. Casey Middlestad. Not the yikes for Casey Middlestad. 13 seconds. I thought we were done with the Bills. Yeah, no, we're done with the Bills. Okay. They're grounded. All right. How about 12 seconds plus one? 
don't you can say 13 seconds to me like that's we're talking about the sabers we're talking about actual moments of time eight seconds plus five i can do a lot of different all right math ways anyway the big point being is that casey middlestat and jordan greenway have been earning themselves a lot more of the heavy ice time words that even last year you would never have thought would enter someone's mouth no not at all and it's it just it shows the growth and development that this crew especially the forwards is 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 it's the fruits of the labor for for better or for worse you know paul mentioned it when he was on with us you know some guys just take a little longer to develop and you got to go through those those really hard moments where you're just sick and tired of watching casey middlestat skate for the sabers and now he's basically leading the team in ice time he is you know you you see you replay you watch the game last night you see the replays of these little condensed little these zone possessions on Twitter and Casey Middlestad is just dominating a crew of five people. I, and just, he's just, he's, all the attention's on Casey Middlestad. And he's just opening up all these different options for everybody else out there for him. and Including his wingers. Including his wingers. So I said this last week, and I get to say it with a lot more, convic- a lot more conviction now. Their top line right now is Middlestad, Greenway, Paterka. Oh, yeah. Like the way that they've been playing, and Skinner and Thompson have been producing more now, but the ice time doesn't lie, the looks don't lie, and the possession metrics definitely don't lie. Unlike the Bills, uh, the thing is, is that Casey Middlestat has not just evolved into this top six mainstay; he has become an issue for other teams. Like, yeah, you want to focus on Thompson and Skinner, have fun. Because here comes Casey Middlestat, bowl in China shop with the puck, mm-hmm. creating his own chances now, circling around the dang net, or um, setting up Paterka for crisp, clean looks. And it's just everything that has been going on. Like, yeah, the memes are out there from Sabres Twitter, and I love it uh, about Middlestat mode and everything like that. And he's got the dog in him. Like, but the thing is, is that he's earning the memedom because he's been playing so great. From the back half of last year all the way through to right now, he is starting the conversations up of what's it going to cost to keep him here. And that's a tough conversation to have. It's an uncomfortable conversation. It's an uncomfortable – I wouldn't say uncomfortable. It's just a tough one to figure out the numbers. And that's going to be the neat thing about it going forward is that you do need to figure out what it's going to cost you to keep Casey Middlestad around. The good news is, is that Middlestat is not necessarily what he's not a point per game player in his career. So you can try to be able to, uh, to work things around that way. However, if I said, give him the Dylan Cousins contract, am I getting any disagreement? Am I getting any disagreement if I say, give him the Dylan Cousins contract? Was that seven by seven? The Dylan Cousins contract is indeed a seven by seven. Uh because middle stats twenty four. Say he gets this after the season. So age twenty five, he'd be thirty one at the end of the deal. It's not like it's too long. He's RFA, so you do still have team control for one more contract. I could be talked into it. Probably not live right now. Yes. But with enough time, I think I could be talking to that. Yeah, you could talk about the sort of thing and have a have a fun little discussion of it. Like maybe his agent plays for only five, so he can get a big boy UFA deal. But you still get Casey Milstead around for five years. I like that. Yeah, like I, I, I like that more. A five year contract probably works for both parties because 
middle stat would be 29 hitting UFA. Yes. Like, that's a big deal for a player. Um, and if he's producing the way he is, that's a large contract for a player to hit 29. Oh, yeah. So he gets a real chance at some big boy contract if he keeps it up. You still have two years of Jordan Greenway. You've got three years of Alex Tuck. This is the last year. Oh, my God. Victor Olsen makes four seven five. What were we doing on that one, Kevin? Uh, <laughs> unfortunate. But again, that's why Paul said no one's taking you at that contract. Now, I didn't know that it was four seven five. It's, but, it's a big one. And, like, Whew. yeah, I mean. Channeling some letter, Kenny. Whew. Yep. It just, it kind of, it is what you're going to have to do if you get to that point to offload yourself from that deal. Likely, again, all speculatory, but the conversation with Paul, you know, the, the hoops that it seemed like you were going to have to jump through. It seemed like a lot, especially making the comparison to, at the time when they had to do this with Matt Molson. Yes. Molson wasn't a generational player, but he was more decorated at the time yes. than Victor Olofsson. So just to hear these two conversations about these two very different players at the different times in their career, it sort of shocked me to hear what you'd have to go through to get out of it, but it's probably what it's going to take. It's probably going to take that or the Bogosian idea of you want to find a place for him away. to play, yeah. and he knows it's not here. Like the two, it, like how I mentioned the mutual parting of ways thing about NFL head coaches. That's probably what this is. Um, Olsen realizing he doesn't have a chance to really keep going consistently, cracking into the 12 forward group of this team. And especially the depth they boast. No. Especially with Quinn coming back eventually. And Quinn does what you do. Uh, Yuri Kulik is a player that should be getting called up in any other situation. Um, but unfortunately, he is dealing with a logjam here at forward as well. So. Yuri Kulik is a player that I would love to see in Buffalo. And I do think that it's a really fun conversation to have about calling up Kulik or Rosine. But the forward depth here, it's just too much. Like Jordan Greenway's emergence has really caused a problem because that would be the first name if I started the year. That's one of the first names I'm thinking of bumping down a line. Now, now Now don't you dare touch Jordan Greenway. I will hurt somebody. I wouldn't touch Jordan Greenway. He's yeah. tall as heck. No, I mean, like from the lineup, like moving him around. Oh, yeah, okay. no. Like yeah, if no. anyone, da- if anyone suggests Greenway move down the lineup, you're wrong. Someone called last week saying he's sick of Jordan Greenway. You're wrong. It's okay. I respect it, but you're wrong because Greenway, while the point production isn't necessarily there, is creating space for Middlestat and Paterka, and that's not a lie. That is something. If you're watching, he is that net front presence and. My favorite was Owen Powers' goal um, a week ago, where in Philadelphia, Greenway is the one crashing the net. It causes two D men to at least have to change their trajectory. Tage makes that quick little behind the back drop pass to Power. He's got the shooting lane that NHLers kill for. Mm-hmm. And hey, look at that. He scores. Like, that's not an accident. Nope. And Jordan Greenway doesn't get a point on the stat sheet, but he should. Because it's actions like that that are creating space for Middlestat, that is creating space for Paterka by proxy, because Middlestat's creating space for everyone. Exactly. Uh, but that's exactly the kind of player that you need and the play that needs to be made. Is... I mean, yeah, I mean, those are, two, those are two examples of two guys that we have been highlighting this entire segment. 
not showing up on stat sheets, but if you watch the game, making those plays that lead to the benefit of everybody else on the ice. Casey Middlestad didn't have a point last night either, but who are we talking about? And Paul said he should be he should have been one of the stars of the game last night, despite having zero points, because he's been playing that well. And that line, you don't touch that line. They are the top line. And that may or may not cause some question marks, but that's what they're playing like right now. You know, Phil Halsey used to not number lines. If you want to bring up old go- old coaches from the past. We're just smacking each other with frying pans. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the Sabres, it's, it's an interesting bit of fun, fascinating hockey that this team is getting itself into. And you can't wait to see more of it, really. That's just how it is. Every bit of what they're doing is fantastic. And I'm going to pull a Howard here. It's time to get connected with our fans. Brought to you by Northtown Kia, Western New York's number one Kia dealer. Shop online at NorthtownKia.com. Because I am going to go to the phones, even though we're supposed to be going to the break. Sorry, Evan. We're going to Patrick and Rochester first here before we get to break. Patrick, welcome to Sports Talk Saturday. Hey, guys. How are you? We're doing great. We're talking some Sabres. I love it. I love it. Um, just wanted to get your thoughts. I wasn't sure if you had seen that uh, Nikita Zadorov had uh, I don't know if it's confirmed, but he had requested a trade from Calgary. Um, just wanted to hear your thoughts on, you know, potentially that would be he would fit in with the Sabres. Patrick, I appreciate that. Uh, Nikita Zadorov, real quick. Um, if not for Ryan Johnson's emergence, that's an easier answer. Um, yes, I do think there's still plenty of flaws in Henry Yokiharyu's game. Um, yes, I do think you can do better than Connor Clifton. Uh, but I don't necessarily know if it's necessary at the moment because defensively they've been better. Um, they've been helping control the shot limits of quality overall. Would it be nice? Yes, if the if the cost is relatively decent i mean you have a you have a great cap situation you can handle any contract coming in but i just don't know if you're going to outbid another team more desperate toronto needs defensive help in the worst human way and you can laugh at them all you want right now they're going to be the ones to outbid you oh 100 percent. they have yeah there's there's people in worse scenarios than the there's sabers. people in worse scenarios defensively than the sabers the sabers last year that is a Slam the gavel, go get him, bring him back. Uh, but you're not in that position right now. You're not in that you position. And you don't want to go being silly, offering more capital than you need to. Yes. Just because you don't want to see him in Toronto. Because do you, you really want to get in a bidding war over Nikita Zadorov? No. And I, I, he's a he's a good bottom four defender yeah. um, for your second or third pair. And yes, you do need something like that. But Matias Samuelson's going to be coming back into the fold. And Ryan Johnson has earned himself a spot to keep on here. So. Thanks for the call there, Patrick. 803-0551-888-552-550. We're way late to the break. Oh, boy. Evan's going to make fun of me. Sports Talk Saturday. Derek, Kyle, Evan, we're here with you for another hour on WGR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
Welcome to the shame segment where I shamefully admit that we went way too long there on our last two segments and now we're in, we're out, we gotta get back to the break. But when we come back, we'll talk more about the Sabres, more around the state of hockey and something that Kyle brought up about if you're gonna upgrade the defense, it's gotta be a right-hander. So we'll look at some of those options, what's wrong with the Edmonton Oilers and keep going with the Sabres here on WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.